This is Stefan from Player One on Sin. I'm here with Gwen Guo. He is the co-founder and creative director of Imba Interactive and also a member of the Singapore Games Guild. Uh, Gwen, welcome to Player One. Thank you. Why do you have such a passion for music in games? Well, I mean, I've been playing games since young, you know, from titles like Barbie's Magic Hairstyling to Doom. <laughs> <laughs> and the music in the games has always been a very memorable part of my journey with games. And especially with music tied to the events in games, it helps me build more evocative memories attached to the music. And I think it's not just about the music itself, but the experience that comes along with the music. Awesome. Now uh, we're at the event High Score 2019 in Melbourne. So what um, you've got a few panels and you've mm. done talks yesterday as well. So what what are you doing at High Score? Okay, at High Score, I'm actually taking part in a four three or four major presentations. One is I was on a panel talking about project management in games or more like uh, scoping your game and scoping audio for your game and deciding how to price it, etc. And today, I just had a roundtable about branding yourself as a composer or sound person. Later on, I will be giving a wise technical presentation. I, I just um, I was in one of your panels and you were talking about uh, making your website work um, to look nice or to, you know, to appeal to other employers. So let's say, what, can you think of like the worst thing you've seen on websites? So how will our listeners at home who want to you know, maybe work in games and maybe pitch mm. their music to game developers, how do they make a website? That's not bad. <laughs> I mean, okay, first and foremost, I don't want to use the language bad, right? Mm-hmm. There's good and there's better. So I think some of the most common mistakes is that people have too much words, too many words on their website. And if that's the first thing that they see, it is quite a big turnoff for people looking to hire you. So an example would be if you put the About Me page on the very top of the website, that is and, and, and is wordy then people are going to be turned off they'll be like where's your work you know I want to see your work first so I would strongly recommend that you put your work up first now when it comes to composing for visual media it doesn't matter whether it's a game or a motion picture or a TV ad I think it's very important to at least um, include video accompanying your music because if you just put like a SoundCloud link or maybe just a simple play button I think people won't be able to pay attention for that long, especially if you have like five clips of like three minutes each. I think the likelihood of people visiting your website and sitting there and listening to all 30 minutes of your track is not going to happen, as opposed to something catchy like visuals that accompany your music. Furthermore, you want to be hired as somebody who can compose the picture, so your portfolio should definitely show that. For those who want to start make who to say they want a career in making music like where do they start how can they practice if they don't have a portfolio where Mm. can they start you mean making music for games yes making music for games okay so at my round table just now uh, the same question was posed and I think it's quite common practice to do sound or music redesigns don't be afraid of taking other people's visual work and just redesigning whatever you can like maybe uh three-minute video of gameplay of some game that's been out there commercially. And um, it's okay. You just need to say that this is a sound redesign or a music redesign. And be very clear that you don't own the... You didn't do the original work for this thing to uh, avoid infringement of copyright. But 
especially it depends on where you want to apply to. So if you want to apply to AAA studios or bigger studios, you might want to cater your reel or your portfolio to that kind of studio by doing your sound redesign of the games that that studio perhaps has published previously. Awesome. So if we go to uh, for those who don't know anything about the Singapore game scene, and we'll talk about the music as well. Yeah. But what's the Singapore game scene like? Um, so you're in, you're here for Melbourne's week, so you can mm. a bit of a contrast there. And I'm mm. assuming you've been to the US and all those other places. Yeah. So what's it like in Singapore? I think for Singapore, um, we have quite a vibrant scene going on. We currently have a decent presence of AAA studios there. So we have Ubisoft, we have Bandai Namco, we have Tecmo Koei. And there are a few uh, mobile game companies as well that are international, like Gumi, IGG, etc. Uh, in terms of the indie game scene, it is quite cool. Like We have well-known titles from Singapore, such as Cat Quest, Songbird Symphony, and... For some reason, they all involve cute animals. So that's mm-hmm. great. I guess that's our national identity. <laughs> and yeah, I think the community is great. I, I run Singapore Games Guild with my team of uh, co- uh, sorry, ex-co members. And we've been trying to organize monthly meetups. You know, whether it's social gatherings or roundtables or fireside chats, you know, to just help bring the community together. So in that sense, I think there's quite a scene going on in Singapore right now. Mm. And how about the... We'll go back to the music in Singapore. Uh, music games, how's that, how's that going? Uh, game audio. I think <laughs> in Southeast Asia, and not just Singapore, I think game audio is still at its infancy, to be honest, because the education sector maybe at most has only one wise module in the school. And it really starts from education, right? So if students are doing their FYPs, their final year projects and maybe only 5% is attributed to audio it creates this precedence that maybe game audio is not important you know since it's only 5% of your marks and like the lecturers will also have to really put in a word for game audio you know like a lot of graduates they come out from school and they only focus on the three core tenets which is programming art and design and really nobody is thinking about sound right there. So that's where we come in. So apart from Singapore Games Guild, we also help to run the Game Audio Singapore monthly meetups, where in the absence of formal education in game audio, we try to do some community sharing of knowledge, you know, post-mortems, you know, we go through our so-called game audio book clubs, where we play a game on the spot together and try to reverse engineer how the audio is being created and implemented. Have you had time to play any good games lately? Ah, yes. Mm-hmm. Actually, the la- the latest game that I played is from Australia. Oh. Yeah, I'm totally into Untitled Goose Game. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody loves it and everybody yes. knows of it by now. And it's so amazing because I personally don't quite like stealth games. Like, I think it scares the shit out. Sorry, it scares me. But with the Goose Game, because of its theme and also its comedic effect plus the sound is beautifully integrated I have such a good experience and we had such a good laugh out from it you know it was really fun as a party game we played with my game audio uh, pals and we just like talked about it and we had good laughs it was just great yeah you know there's lots of really great stealth games out there there's Metal Gear Solid and then there's Untitled Goose Game exactly yeah so (laughs) the music yeah there's lots of little piano bits 
Correct. Yeah. I think the music was very cleverly done because it's from a, it's from an actual piano piece by Debussy. Yeah. And it's been taken apart. I read up somewhere that it was about four hundred different short phrases that's cut up mm. from the music. And it's like the way it's implemented is really clever. Like it's silent at the times when it's supposed to be silent, and it's used as a shock factor when you know the goose does something dramatic. So it's just interesting. Thanks, Gwen, for coming on to Player One today. Thank and, you. And uh, where can we where can we find you online? Okay, so my website is www.imbainteractive.com. You can follow me on my Twitter, gy underscore Gwen, G W E N, and my email is Gwen at imbainteractive.com. Thanks, man. Thank you.